Country. Welcome back inside the UC Health Training Center for Tuesday's edition of Broncos Now. As always, I'm your host, Sydney Jones, and the team was back on the field today in pads as they continue to prepare for the regular season and their preseason finale versus the Vikings this Saturday. And this afternoon, the Broncos were required to trim down their roster to 80 players. General Manager George Payton and company waived running back Stevie Scott and wide receiver Trey Quinn. The team also released inside linebacker Joe Schobert and designated tackle Casey Tucker as waived injured. Plus, offensive lineman Tom Compton was placed on the reserve PUP list, which means Compton will be eligible to return in week five of the regular season. The final round of cuts will be next Tuesday, and while it's a tough time, head coach Nathaniel Hackett says it's just the reality of this business. It's awkward at times, it's rough at times, but it's about addressing it and hitting it, you know, head first. And um, so those guys know I brought it up. I mean, it's just part of the game. It is what it is. And uh, for me, you know, I, I always want to be sure that I talk with them and sometimes they don't want to talk, you know, they're, they're not happy about it. And I understand that, I respect that, but unfortunately that's part of this business. With less than three weeks until the Broncos season opener versus the Seahawks, Coach Hackett has changed this week's schedule to simulate what a game week would look like during the regular season. Season. So take a listen to what Coach Hackett will be focusing on at practice this week. We're trying to make sure we have everything in that we need for the season. That's the most important thing. We want to detail everything up that we've been doing, uh, kind of go back and refresh our minds. Because uh, once you get into the season, you get so locked in on that game plan each week. So we want to kind of do like a huge review. So we've got all kinds of tests, all kinds of different things we're doing with the guys competitively, um, just to try to stimulate them to all the way back to day one of training camp. Um, but from a game plan standpoint, you know, it's still just a preseason game. You know, we've looked at them, so we know uh, we're, we're being sure that we're doing stuff that is going to be uh, successful versus them, but it's not as extensive as, as a usual game plan. Cornerback Ronald Darby and center Lloyd Cushenberry also spoke with the media today and emphasized that they feel ready for the regular season despite not playing in a preseason game. And Ronald Darby says a big reason for that is the work they're putting in at practice. And that's one thing I like about out here. We do a lot of things that like we really need to work on, like coach stress two minutes. We do a lot of team. We don't do that much seven on seven because it, like, makes it real. But, like, you know, that's us just having to get the communication part down. And that's why we out here. You make the mistakes in practice so it don't happen in the game. And for Lloyd Cushenberry, as he enters his third season in the NFL, he believes he's improved in numerous areas of his game. This is the overall my game. I I've, uh, feel like I'm in great shape. Not that I wasn't uh, last year, but just in better shape. Um, I feel more confident. Not that I struggled with confidence in the years past, but just uh, going into year three, I just I've seen everything. I've seen everything defense can give me. I've seen played against great players. I know what to expect week in and week out. So, and I know what works for me. Uh, so that, those things are uh, big for me going into year three. I know I have my own routine now. I have. My own things I do every single day to get me ready to play every day. And as the regular season quickly approaches, they both embrace the expectations put on the team this season. You know, you can look at it as a challenge. You can look at it as, at it as look at it as you know, a little pressure. But it's just great to have a, a Hall of Future Hall of Fame quarterback behind us. You know, it's high expectations, but you know, wouldn't want anything else. Of course, we want to have these expectations to be in the Super Bowl and make it to the playoffs. That's what comes when you have a guy like that. So, yeah, it's, I mean, it's been great so far. I feel like we've lived up to the challenge in, in practice, and now we have to bring it to the season and put it all together. That's why I'm out here early each day of practice on the jugs. 
I come out before the receivers. I do the drills with the receivers. I just want to make sure when my time come, I execute. Now joining me here in the studio is fellow team reporter Phil Milani. Phil, appreciate you being on the show today. Sydney, thank you very much for having of me. Course. I heard that you were going to be in the big studio, so I said, I'll do it. Got to bring in the big guns. <laughs> I love it. Well, Phil, today was another cut day around the league. The Broncos had to trim their roster down to 80. One of those guys being released was Joe Schobert. Want to talk about him a little bit? I feel like this means the team's pretty confident in Jonas Griffith's return, right? Yeah, it, maybe it had a little bit more to do with Schobert, too, just because yeah. against the Bills, he didn't quite look like his former self. I mean, he looked like maybe a guy who had been doing a lot of conditioning, thought that he was in good shape. But then when you get out on that football field, it's a little bit of a different story. And uh, you saw him miss some tackles. Maybe he was a step, a step late to get into some positions, fill some gaps. Didn't quite look like the player maybe the Broncos thought that they were going to be getting. Mm -hmm. And so uh, you see the move that they made here today. And uh, I think that hopefully that's good news for Jonas Griffin. You saw him doing yeah. some work on the side uh, during practice today. So maybe that's a positive sign that Jonas will be back. But I also think it had something to do with what they saw from Schobert against the Bills. Uh, well, fingers crossed Jonas will be back sooner than later. In better news, Billy Turner did return to practice today as well. Coach Hackett said he's hoping that he'll be healthy for week one, isn't really sure, and hasn't really said yet what position he would play if he is ready for week one. But you know, as we know, he's very versatile and can pretty much play any position on the line. So what do you really think about him, and what do you think it would mean to have him back well, for Seattle? I, I think Nathaniel Hackett loves Billy Turner. Yeah. I mean, they've got a close relationship from their time in Green Bay. Billy Turner able to play a lot of different positions along mm -hmm. the offensive line. All everything except center, really. So uh, I think that that's something that Hackett loves. But look, he he came here to play right tackle, I think, and mm -hmm. that's where the Broncos would like to see him. That is the position I think that most fans want to see what's going to happen at right tackle, especially going into a loud environment in Seattle. Uh, you got to protect Russ. I mean, you trade all this equity to get Russ. you right. got to protect him. So right tackle is the position that everybody's paying attention to. Mm -hmm. I think that it's going to be Calvin Anderson if Billy Turner can't go, but uh, the Broncos want to see what Turner's able to do. Well, we've seen Calvin Anderson in the past two preseason games. What have you liked what you've seen from him, and what do you hope he improves on in this final preseason game? He's another versatile guy that I think that the Broncos like, that he's able to play either side of the line. Uh, but he, he's a smart guy. Obviously, he could solve those Rubik's Cubes. Yeah. You know, uh, that's sort of a, his claim to fame is, a little yes. bit. But, uh, yeah, he's, he's a guy who can go in there, play right tackle. He's serviceable. He, he's been in that role all training camp long. Mm -hmm. The Broncos have been rotating guys in and out on the offensive line. So you're not quite sure exactly what every position is going to look like. But I think it's safe to say that Calvin Anderson is probably that guy if Billy Turner can't go. Well, better to have many guys that can play a bunch of different positions, like you said. Well, Phil, another topic of conversation today was cornerback death and some of the young guys in that room. I know Coach Hackett and Ronald Darby, they both mentioned Damari Mathis, Fayon Hicks. As we approach this final preseason game, Phil, what do you want to see from them and what do you hope to see them accomplish? Well, I think that for a guy like uh, Damari Mathis, he has the athleticism. You want to just see him continue to be in the right positions, know what he's doing. Coming out of college, the knock on him was maybe he was a little bit too handsy, mm -hmm. uh, a lot of penalties on him. So you want to see him just continue to know this defense. He's going to have to play some special teams, see what he's able to do there. And then for a guy like Fayon Hicks, 
hopefully just put some good tape out there. I mean, mm -hmm. uh, he's had some good moments in practice. He's had to go up against Jerry Judy a couple of times as they work through different looks, and uh, he's held up his own a little bit here in practice. So I think that they like Fayon Hicks, but there's so much depth at that cornerback position right now that for a guy like uh, Hicks, maybe you're thinking, let me put out the best tape that I can, and uh, we'll see. Maybe we can continue to learn on the practice squad, maybe mm -hmm. uh, a guy like Fayon. You know that Damari Mathis is going to be on this roster. He's going to have to play big minutes. He has the athleticism, so you just want to see him kind of continue to mature. Saw him go up against the ones in Buffalo last right. week. Obviously, that's a tough assignment. Gave up a touchdown. Uh, but uh, we'll see how he continues to mature as his rookie season goes along. Well, Phil, with final cuts approaching, how many guys do you think they'll keep in that cornerback room? Well, you know that the the ones. I mean, that mm -hmm. the, you know that uh, Pat Sertan, Ronald Darby, uh, Kwan Williams, those guys. They're you know they're set. They're going to be one of the better secondaries uh, in the league. I think the more interesting position to look at is safety because Caden mm -hmm. Stearns is there, PJ Locke, and then a guy like J.R. Reed that they bring in. You always want to look at special teams at this time yeah. uh, and just see okay how can this guy contribute, get a jersey on game day, and guys like uh, JRE can play so much special teams, mm -hmm. or bring so much value there that I'm sure Dwayne Stukes is going to be like, we got to keep JRE. So uh, at this time of year, I tend to watch special teams more and just see this guy can get a jersey on game day. He can play in a pinch when needed on defense. He's a valuable player. Mm -hmm. Well, it's going to be brutal next Tuesday as the team has to trim down the roster to 53. So how important is this final week and this final preseason game for a lot of those young guys that we've talked about? I think for young guys, the big thing is, look, I'm not just playing to earn a roster spot here. Mm -hmm. Don't look at the numbers. Don't pay attention to that stuff. Just go out and control what you can control. I mean, that sounds like coach speak or what, whatnot, <laughs> but it is true. If you go out there and put on get good film, somebody's going to recognize that. Mm -hmm. And so Absolutely. maybe if you look at the numbers and it doesn't quite make sense here in Denver, if you play well enough, somebody's going to recognize you out there and you'll get a spot. So mm -hmm. just control what you can control. It's a tough time around the league. Yeah. Uh, even if you feel like you made that initial 53, the Broncos are still going out there and doing work trying to find other guys right. that might be an upgrade. So you really aren't sure if you've made it, made it for a couple of days there. So mm -hmm. uh, it, it's a competitive league. It's the best of the best trying to do yeah. what, they, what they love to do. And uh, it, it is a hard time around the league, mm -hmm. though. Well, a lot to watch for on Saturday. Phil, appreciate your time always and your insight. Sydney, always great to be on. Thank you very much. <laughs> Thank you, Phil. Now it's time to take a look at today's injury report. A couple positive updates today. Like Phil and I talked about earlier in the show, offensive lineman Billy Turner was back at practice. Also inside linebacker Jonas Griffith did some work on a side field today for the first time since suffering his elbow injury in the Broncos' first preseason game, which is a great sign. Greg Dulcich and Natani Muti also did individual work on a side field. Coach Hackett hopes to get Dulcich involved in team reps as soon as possible. Tyree Cleveland and Michael Ojemudia did not practice today, and the team placed Tom Compton on the reserve, physically unable to perform list. So like I mentioned at the top of the show, he will be eligible to return in week five versus the Colts. Well, that's all the time we have for today's episode. Thanks so much, Broncos country, for tuning in for today's episode of Broncos Now. Make sure to meet me right back here on the Broncos Podcast Network and YouTube tomorrow for another edition. I'll see you all then.